Hello, Hall Stars and Hall Stands. I'm Amber, and this is the Hallmarkies Podcast, the podcast made by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. And with me here today to talk about the latest episode of Good Witch is the lovely Georgia. Hello. Aw, look at her little face. Or if you're on the podcast, look at her little voice. You're just doing audio. Um, so, Georgia, how did you feel about this week in general? And then let's talk about the episode. You mean, like, the week? Like, how did my week go? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's catch up. I mean, you know, it was, it was a little bit, you know, there's some highs and some lows. But, you know, overall, a little bit of this. It was good. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Just a little bit of that, you know, here and there and all that. And, you Beating know. the boys off with sticks saying, stop trying to marry me. Always. That, that was your week? I mean, I just didn't even include that because that's a daily thing. So yeah, it's just I a just, given for you. Duh. Whereas I'm walking around with Velcro on trying to be like, someone come here! <laughs> is, is that what that is? It's a Velcro outfit? It's a Velcro Why would a guy outfit. be wearing Velcro? <laughs> Wouldn't he have to be Velcro too to stick to you? You know, it's not in a perfect system. <laughs> it hasn't quite worked yet, but someday... I'm going to find some guy who's got the sticky Velcro, and then we'll be a match made in heaven. <laughs> That's how you'll know he's the one. He's yeah. also wearing Velcro clothes. Mm-hmm. I look the- forward to it, Amber. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then how did you feel about this episode generally, Miss Georgia? Uh, generally, mm-hmm. it was probably the first one of the season that, that I really wanted to rewatch, like, right away. I very much enjoyed it. How did you like the tea? <laughs> the tea was, I thought it was like classic Good Witch. I mean, it was magical, but it wasn't some weird thing where you're going, oh, what is this? I still want to know what was in it. What probably was just the like tea? mint leaves. Like it probably legit was nothing and they just assumed there was something in it. So they told the truth or did what they needed to do because they figured Cassie would mm-hmm. put some kind of magical thing in it. But yeah, I thought it was classic, like A plus Good Witch, where it's it's nice and it's tea, it's total Cassie stuff, but then it causes some magic things to happen. Yes. What did you think, Amber? Um, I really liked some of the episode. I honestly didn't care about the friends, the guest friends of the week. I was mm-hmm. like, show me more Martha, please. <laughs> but it was fine for that stuff and then the rest of the actual things I enjoyed I feel real bad for Vincent and we'll get into that more later um but let's just scoop up an extra serving of what you like best and go straight to talking about Abigail my Abigail my favorite what are we going to talk about because I can well, just go on and real quick do you want to just summarize her arc for this episode in case someone is just listening to us and not watching the show, which why would you watch the show? I mean, that would be super silly to listen to the episode if you don't watch it, but I mean, if that's how you keep up, then we appreciate it. Um, so Abigail is going on a date with Donovan. What's his last name? Donovan. Oh my gosh, Davenport. Da- there we Davenport. Go. Donovan Davenport, because now she's not mayor anymore. So he comes in and asks her out. And she says, oh, haha! like, you think I'm going to say yes? She doesn't say it like that, but, you know, she kind of messes with him a little bit. And then she gets nervous 
Because she's nervous, because she likes him so much, so she asks Cassie for advice, and Cassie gives her tea because she's Cassie. So Abigail drinks the tea and goes on her little puppy date with Donovan, which was so cute because they took Donovan's dog, Klondike, to the dog park, which was like, I mean, you couldn't do anything cuter. It's just the cutest thing. So they played with Klondike. And he cooked for her. And I still want to know what the food was. I didn't catch that. If they said it, it looked good. I mean, and he yeah, cooked I got, it. And I she, had nothing on the food. I don't know. It looked good. And Abigail was super impressed. And she admitted that she can't cook. So he was like, oh, okay, you're admitting that you're not perfect. That's interesting. Abigail went back to Cassie and said, oh, no, what did you put in that tea? Because I was being so pleasant and she was upset about it. Just, I love her so much. And she said she acted like a giddy schoolgirl because she likes her, likes him so much. And she said, oh, I was being pleasant. And Cassie said, well, it's about time, which I thought was hilarious. And then at the end, he came in and said that he can't dance. And she said, I bet you're a great kisser. And then she kissed him. And now they're together. And it's adorable. And all of your dreams came true? Literally just sitting there melting. I mean, I'm a puddle now, if you can't tell, because it was just... Honestly, I love that they gave Abigail, like, not control, but, you know, they kind of put her, okay, you can make the move then. And she did, but she's still nervous, and she likes him so much, and I like him so much more now than I did before, because he was just being really difficult before, mm -hmm. you know? And then they actually go on a date, and he's being nice, and they're talking, and they actually seem like they like each other, finally, instead of just being all flirty all the time. But I don't know, they're the only ones on the show now I feel kind of have like it's like a little bit spicy like they play that music you know and it's like ooh, hoo, hoo, like flirty talk and stuff like that I think it's nice I think it's cute I mean I love it but if I'm gonna be realistic about it I think it's super cute I I'm still worried that he's gonna end up being a bad guy no I am no I'm super worried about it because because of all the stuff that's going on with Vincent and Stephanie. What would that have to do with Abigail and Donovan? Well, I feel like they're setting up Vincent to be such a sympathetic character that when Stephanie inevitably chooses Blandum, that it's going to be a big deal and we're going to need to have someone for him. But remember when, and I always bring it back to it, but remember when Abigail brought Vincent to whatever that was, wherever Stephanie was, and she said she was helping him out, and she, like, brought him over to Stephanie, not mm -hmm. in a, hey, here's Vincent. But Abigail does the same thing that Cassie does. She knows. She has her feelings and intuitions and stuff. Why would she do that if they were not going to end up together? Honestly, you know? Abigail messes up all the time. And not in that stuff, though. She does it in a screwed up way. I mean, maybe. She, maybe but she, yeah, she's, she's, she I ends up doing saying. stuff for other people, but she mm -hmm. really messes up her own stuff a lot of the time. For sure. For sure. But you would think then that she would be going after, well, I mean, you could say it's not going to work out with Donovan if you want to say that, but I still, I don't know. From the beginning, I, I thought it was going to be Vincent and Stephanie, so I just, kind of am on board with this i i just i'm i'm nervous about it is what i'm saying i'm nervous yeah. that they're setting up this whole davenport merriwick thing 
Mm-hmm. And we have Tiny Spy causing trouble. Jack and Luke. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're 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 making what's his name? Oh my gosh, Donovan look mm-hmm. out to be like he's so great and so wonderful so early and making it that I'm worried that they're setting it up for the shoe to drop. No, I feel like that's kind of going to be the surprise, though, is that he was, in the beginning, he was not someone you should root for. You know, he was the opposing mayor. Mm-hmm. He's a Davenport, which you're not supposed to root for. I feel like there's enough against them that it would almost be too easy to say, okay, now it's not working out and we're going to have it just crumble. Like, that seems, I don't know. That would seem, I would be really disappointed if they did that, if that's how it went, where they set this all up and had Abigail really, really, really like someone. I mean, I know she liked Phil, which I still don't know why you would, (laughs) but it wasn't like this. No offense to the guy playing Phil. We just hate the character. Um, But it wasn't like this, you know, they're doing this differently. And I just feel like, that'd be so cruel. That would be just so cruel if they did that. Well, I think they're going to be cruel to Vincent, too. I don't. I think that it's going to be. I think Stephanie's going to come around. I really do. I think it's going to be like. Did you see Stephanie's face? When? At the end of the episode. Yes. I'm hoping she's just worried about the business part of it, but I feel like that's not what it is. No, it's that face was, well, I like this guy, kind of, and I'm really grateful that he's helping me do this business but I don't like him and Vincent's like we should get married and she's like same it hurts Amber it hurts me that this is happening to him why do we care we just met him I don't know they have done such a great job with Vincent and it's true and the fact that he is going to get tossed aside like yesterday's garbage by Stephanie is the worst. I just, I don't know. I don't, I have faith in the Good Witch writers. I have faith in Stephanie that she will not just go for the easy, like, oh, look, Adam's this perfect guy. Because he essentially is. He doesn't believe, he's not helping her. He's not they don't talk about anything of substance. You know, it's like, Ooh, I like you. I like you too. You're pretty. Well, I'm pretty. So that'll work. It's that kind of thing. And I feel like she is actually, maybe it's slower, but maybe it's better with Vincent. I'm hoping that she, cause she does like him. She says she likes him. You know? What's not to like? He's the secretly newest, best character in the land. I know. I love him. I mean, like no offense him. to the Hardys. Forget the new Mountie and the guy, this, this is the new addition guy that we should have had the hype for. Those are fighting words, Amber. Fighting no, I mean, words. He, I, I'm on board. No, I mean, I'm not saying like the other guys are terrible. Oh no. But like he is so engaging and so charming and just like such an interesting character that, He's he's the best new male lead addition to, of the show, and that's saying something. Absolutely, of any of the shows. Because you watch, I mean, even the guys that they have on here with uh, Donovan and oh my gosh, what's his name Adam. Yes, Blandum. 
Sorry. Well, I don't want to call him that. I feel bad. It's <laughs> not, it's not the actor's fault. I mean, all we have seen him do as a character is be super nice. Yeah. And, like, not in a fun way. We haven't seen him be funny. Like, we've seen him playing cards with sick people and helping children play baseball. But, okay, there's going to be something. There's going to be something because he talked about baseball and Vincent talks about baseball. So there's something that's going to happen that in the season at some point where I don't know if they're going to have to play against each other, if there's going to be, she's going to have to pick a side to root for. It's going to be something that happens with the baseball. And I feel like at some point that will be significant because there's not a reason that they would both be involved in it. And Vincent's at the baseball field and Adam's, you know, and so she's probably going to have to pick a side. And I just don't see at this point in the season, what, what foundation does she have with Adam other than they think that they're pretty. I don't like, know. I don't nothing. like it. Exactly. You so know what I, I would like, though? What if Adam turns out to be the secret bad guy? There's I no mean, foundation for that. But he could be awful. Like, he, I think that's hope. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope that he's terrible. A huge jerk. He wasn't, like, great in this last episode, I didn't feel like. I felt like he was kind of, you know, a know-it-all, maybe, and a little bit tiny bit bossy like he just there wasn't anything that made me go oh adam you know yeah i i didn't like him in this episode at all right but that i, I mean why. to be fair why was like the part of me was like why is he involved in this storyline with sam at all yeah because i i mean i was fine with the sam storyline and i just felt like inserting adam into it was you know pointless well because he's supposed to be like the moral compass so okay sam doesn't notice that this guy isn't paying attention or is not being compassionate so i have to go tell him you know and it's like okay but but that's easily something that like cassie could have done Mm -hmm. or anybody I mean, maybe they just didn't have a storyline for him because he's... Yeah, I mean, I I understand the logistics of it. I just felt like, narratively, Mm -hmm. it didn't add anything to his character for me. But I'm giving them a lot of credit and saying, okay, you didn't give him anything substantial this week. I don't really remember anything substantial from him last week other than he wanted to do out with Stephanie and whatever. And so I feel like they're just not giving him a lot of material. And if they go back on that and say... Yeah, she's going to be with Adam, even though there's there's nothing that they've talked about, nothing they've done together. I feel like they know that wouldn't be the right choice, you know? We'll just have to see. God, we love Vincent so much. I don't know why, Good Witch Writers, I don't know what you've done or guy playing Vincent. I do not know how you've done it, but legitimately, I'm like, Abigail and Stephanie, and obviously I care about all of them, but you know, the ones who are not paired off already, Abigail, Stephanie. Vincent's, like, on the same level. It's crazy. We just met him. I yeah. love him. So I think it's him. I think he is. Okay. Su- he's got it. Whatever it is. Yeah, baby, he's got it. Even if he looks like Rumpelstiltskin, apparently, we're fine with it. He he is baby Rumpel from Once Upon a Time, and you know what? Changes Rumpelstiltskin for me for the better. Same. I mean, you saw I was I was having some problems there, and I'm like, I have to go rethink some stuff now because I just 
don't know what you've done, good witch, but now everything is in Vincent's favor. Yeah, anyway, enough about the love triangles this week. Let's talk about Nick. Okay. And George. Okay. What I like to call not my grandpa, grandpa time. That's all I thought of the entire time. So I'm like, Amber's going to have something to say about how he's not related to anybody anymore. I just love it. It's so, he's not related to Grace. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, Grace was, okay. Because I was saying Brandon and Lori, but they're not around anymore. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. no, he he has zero blood relations to anyone. But I loved their their first fake grandpa time. I loved it. I mean, I don't feel like it was super necessary for Nick's character growth. But it was a fun diversion for me. I mean, it was really cute because it it was supposed to, I guess, teach him. You know, he's insecure about going to college and I've never designed video games and everybody else has been doing it, which cannot be true. They're all kids anyway, but whatever. He thinks everybody else... maybe he's never even, like... Maybe he didn't even have a MySpace page where he fiddled with the HTML code. Like, maybe he's that much of an amateur. Amber, then he at least could have dabbled in Neopets, where he created his own profile pages with the HTML. We've all done it, okay? Like, he's old enough. He could have done that. What do the kids do these days? Is there any website where they can really customize their own page? I don't think so. That's why I was so sad when Facebook took off like that, because I just thought, oh, this is so bland and boring, and yeah, I don't, well, I don't know about these other things. I feel like Snapchat and stuff is not that way. I don't have that, so I don't know. No, I think all these things on your phone, Mm -hmm. that you can't really do any of that kind of stuff. That's a sad thing. It is sad, because everything's supposed to be all about coding and learning all that, and then there's no fun easy kind of intro to it. You have to just take it as like a class. Poor kids. Poor kids. They don't get to put those glittery stickers on and put in their own music on their profiles and stuff, you know? They don't even have to go through the agonizing time where you have to choose who your eight best friends are, like you did on MySpace. There was never more agonizing a decision than who is number one. In my top eight? Oh, man. And then you got to pick who's who's going to be number two. If you had number seven, number six, okay, I'm in the group. But one and two. Oh, my oh. gosh. If, I, if you were number eight, you were like, heck yes. Yeah. I made it. <laughs> but if you were number two, you're like, why am I not number one? What did I do? Oh, my gosh. What yeah. did Becky do to get to be number one? Okay. I've been working like a dog for years like this. <laughs> My favorite was if somebody liked somebody else and you didn't know them that well, you put them in your top eight because that's not awkward at all. You have a crush on somebody, but you're not really good friends. And then, oh, look, that person ends up in your top eight. Uh, I did not this do is that. Subtle. Oh, well, apparently junior high was a more embarrassing time to be on MySpace. <laughs> it was. Anywho, sorry, we got distracted. Yeah. I really enjoyed Nick and George time. I thought it was really cute. Because it was just kind of a, you know, 
it, it was like legit just to show them bonding there. It didn't need to happen for Nick. Nick could have done something else. It wouldn't have been a big deal. He, he but um, but like, it is oh, something well. that informed his character's relationship with George. Cause we haven't really seen them do a lot. And that's, that was the only, it's the fact that it was the character's relationship. It wasn't Nick learning how to code or something. It wasn't anything like that. It was very much the two of them. And that was cute. I mean, the fact that they all live there, right? George lives there. I'm not sure if George lives there. Also, do we have any idea what happened to George's wife? We never have any idea. I don't know. I don't know. They just stopped talking about her. Because I don't, he might live somewhere else with his wife off camera or who knows. Well, okay. I mean, she should still come around sometimes, I feel like, but okay. She might come around when we don't see her. That, that doesn't make for the best television though. Well, we don't talk about her either, so it's fine. Like, because we don't see her. Yeah, it's fine. We can just pretend like she's there if we want to. If we want to act like George has a happy life outside of Grey House, we can. I do want George to have a happy life in yeah. and out of Grey House. Yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll just pretend like we'll just pretend like she's there and he lives at her house where they live together. Otherwise, I think she's dead, and I don't want to go there. Why did then? Why did you go there? Where else would she be? I don't know. Maybe she moved to, like, a lake or something. Florida. Without him? Because that's not a happy story either. Maybe they're one of those couples that they're together, like, half the week. Maybe she flies back and forth or something. It's better if she's off camera, but she's still part of the story. But she's not part of Nick's story, apparently. So Nick fixed the car, and he was happy, and it was real cute, and I liked it. Did you like how uh, how noticeable his accent has become now? Um, I he he must have just been having a, an off week because there were also a lot of his scenes where he had to do ADR to uh-huh. re-record his lines. What happened to him this week? <laughs> I don't know. So funny. <laughs> Because it seemed a little more noticeable the past few weeks, but this last episode, I was like, you're just straight up British right now. What's <laughs> just, happening? College has really changed him. <laughs> he hasn't gone yet. The prospect of college has really <laughs> changed him. The stress is making him speak differently. I don't know. Oh, I love it. And then I don't really have anything really to say about the Cassie in the guest storyline. Well, I thought it was kind of nice that they, I mean, they went to that yoga class, which I guess is a thing that happens in Middleton. I don't know who's teaching it, but I thought it was nice that it connected with Cassie and Stephanie. Like that yeah. was like a common thing because you don't see that together a whole lot anymore. And they said that. So it was cute. I mean, that's fine. But the girls I didn't care about. I mean, I feel like they're not going to have, it's like the main characters are are so well written now and interesting and we care a little well, too much. But they've had legitimately fun storylines. Yeah. And I just don't feel like, like if we had to rate this as one of the top 30 best, you know, guest of the week storylines, I don't think it would make it. No, it would not, but I have sort of a hard time even thinking of ones that really 
are are interesting enough to compete. I mean, it's better than the Prince one. It is better than the Prince one. Let's quickly rank the guest of the week storyline. There wasn't one in the first two episodes, right? Because that was all wedding. Well, there was the horse girl. Oh, well, she wasn't the guest of the week. Sam's parents were the guest of the week. Oh, yes, yes. They were interesting, but I didn't like the resolution. What resolution? Correct. And then who was the next guest of the week? Who was the guest of the week in week three? So that was the honeymoon one, right? Oh, they were the guests of the week. Oh. At, at, the, <laughs> at that other That's end. Adorable. That's adorable. I think that was the best of the guest of the week ones, where they were helping that, that family come together, I guess. Decide to magically save the grapes, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we're going to say magic grapes, number one. Sam's parents, number two. The girls who are no longer friends, three. And then the prince and four. But who was the one on the one where Noah broke up with Grace when she switched the times? Who was it? That was the honeymoon. So that was when Sam... Okay, that was the honeymoon. Okay. Okay, so then maybe that was the best one. Yeah. This is a fun thing. We should make a rank of the guests of the week every week. Just like can we include Tyler? What? Can we include Tyler, the ghost boy? Tyler, Tyler wasn't like the guest of the week problem that they had to solve, though. But can we include him because he was my favorite? I don't. Well, really we can include him, him, but I would just I would like to see him become a recurring character, which isn't a guest of the week. Well, I mean, yeah, me too. I would too. But, like, he was the best one. I feel like, obviously, the grape one would be the best one. But that's because the parents were... A non-resolution was frustrating. Yeah. The prince was just ridiculous. And then the friends, I thought, okay, fine. Like, it's fine. But, it was you know. fine. Yeah, I don't hate... I didn't, I didn't hate the time I spent there. But I did kind of really dislike the friend on the phone. Yeah, that was just, and then she got mad. Yeah, oh, and then she got mad. I was, I was so done with her when that happened. And I know we're supposed to be like, well, they both can change. No, mm -mm. No. just the phone one. She's the problem. She was the problem. I didn't understand what the other girl needed to do at all. I was like, you're ignoring your friend on the, and then the nerve to complain that she's not paying attention to you. Yeah, you you're the one she needed to come to a realization not her friend i if they had just done that and had her be like okay i'm being the problem i'm neglecting our friendship and the other one could say oh no i understand blah, blah. but she broke up with somebody and her friend still was not there for her like that is unacceptable okay we don't do that we don't do that yeah she she was obviously entirely in the wrong so obviously we are I didn't, I, yeah, anyway. Um, so go ahead and rank them however you want. That's how I rank them. Tell us how you would rank the guests of the week in the comments or on Twitter. And then also, real quick, Martha, the Martha storyline, which we can also talk about Grace here. Um, did you have any doubts that Grace was going to get into a college? No. I, I thought it was the fact that it was that particular college. Did she seriously think she wasn't getting into college? I, I guess so. Grace, I mean, my gosh. 
If anyone's going to, it's her. Ridonculous. Of course she's getting into college. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, no doubt. I, I don't know. But I did really like the Martha tricking them into working together, but really that wasn't her plan, but she got it to work out. And the Martha and the painting killed me. I, I, I died. It was so funny. That was like legit. I just saw that that was going to be the storyline and I was like, they're killing it. They're killing it with Martha this season. It's stuff that's so perfect for her. It's great. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I want a copy of that picture. Like, I want a print of that in my room. And also, I want a t-shirt that is just that. I will tell you, I was trying to think of a way to convince them to actually, like, make those. Because I know my brother would want one, too. Because his favorite is Martha. And I was like, you and Amber both need there would be two who would need portraits to Martha. And so Is maybe they'll the make brother that you want me to marry. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. We could have a Just Martha themed yeah. wedding. <laughs> she can officiate. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Perfect. It's perfect. I love it. So, I mean, I'm going to say though, I kind of thought the gray stuff with Luke. Is that his name? His name is Luke. Yes. I kind of didn't find that super interesting, but it was fine to fill the time and like the resolution was worth it to get the Martha's punchline. There was a punchline? Well, there's the, that she, you know, how it incorporated with her, like not saying anything. And I thought it was, it worked into that in a fun way. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I liked that they had Grace be like, a little bit not sassy, but she wasn't just being nice all the time. I liked that. I liked that she was upset and she acted upset and she didn't feel the need to be nice to him, you know, because she was feeling some stuff. So that's fine. It was good. I think it was good that they didn't have her just ignore her own feelings. That was, that's what you should do. Well, I I guess I was just having negative feelings about it. So I was like, don't let him have your feelings. He doesn't deserve them. But you said last week that you love Luke to death. No, I love Luke to death as a villain, but not as tricking Grace. It's the oh whole it's God. a whole it's a it's a very complicated relationship that I have with Luke. You have a relationship with Luke? Yes. Like I want okay. him to be the wicked villain, but mm-hmm. I don't want Ray- Grace to get in trouble and invested in it. Nope. Like if, if he, he was her, if he was twirling his wicked mustache and like trying to mess with Martha, cool, cool yes. on that. Or like even Nick. But like oh, that would my be so Grace, don't you dare mess with my Grace. Do it with an accent. Who? What? what? Am I Do being Nick? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of what accents sound like. <laughs> Just be British. Just do it. In your attire, do it. It would be perfect. Nah, the British. Down with the British. <laughs> this episode is um, called The Tea for a Reason. <laughs> That's terrible. 
it was a Boston Tea Party joke. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that that's the 4th of July week episode. I definitely think it's a coincidence that it, it was the 4th of July week episode. Thought everything 100%. through and assumed this would be airing two months later than it was originally planned to. <laughs> I think it was all planned. I, yeah. I, you know, maybe, maybe this is some 3D chess that, that's happening right now. But legitimately, honestly, Luke is, I don't know, they must have just cast him very well because he's still like really charismatic. And he's just, he's got, he's, he has a spark. Okay. I see him and I'm like, oh, okay. He's interesting. He does a little thing with his eyebrows and his little mouth and stuff. And I mean, I, I feel like Grace would kind of be nuts to not be interested in him because he is interesting and he has some kind of money problems, which I wonder what that's all about. Ooh. Remember, oh, I can't afford it, but you're going to the fancy school. Oh, it's complicated. What's complicated, Luke? Make us like you. Make he's It's complicated because he's lying. Because he's a Davenport the but whole time. I, uh, is that, that's not confirmed. No. That's he totally is. He totally is. He, he's got, I, I just, I feel like, like he is going to be Donovan's little brother and they're in some scheme together because they're trying to get something that the Merowicks have maybe they're going to try to steal Grey House or something so they can develop it into a golf course. I don't know anything. See, I'm just, I, okay. I don't know. I feel like, because when you say that, it makes more sense that he could be related to them and be sort of working for Donovan's dad. That would make some sense if he's in the mayor's office. That would be weird. And, like, okay, there could be some sort of connection there where he is doing skinny stuff where he's not a good guy. I still think there's a chance that he's working on getting information for Donovan because Donovan's in love with Abigail and he's trying to help. And it makes it sound like he's a bad guy, but he's really not. <laughs> Why would he have embedded this kid there to try to get information on Abigail before he even met Abigail? He didn't, did he? Didn't she show up? No. We just didn't see him prior to that, but he was working as an intor, intern before the week of the wedding. Was he? It was he? my impression that he had been there quite a while as an intern. I didn't get that impression at all. I thought he and Gray started pretty much the same time. Not in like a, ooh, you're wrong, but like legit, I don't remember. I thought I that know. it was really, really around the same time. The main story is, I loved Martha. I thought she was hilarious. And I didn't like Luke this week because I got really worried for Grace. But see, they're trying to worry you. They can't, they just can't break her heart twice in one season. They can't. They can do whatever they want. Because <laughs> there is nothing that's better television than Bailey Madison crying. But she can cry and then have it be a misunderstanding. Have it be either he learned. Ooh, I would. She I would never. Mm, I'm so sick of misunderstandings. But not like, oops, you got the wrong idea. But like, he got sent in there for maybe a bad reason, and then realized he's in love with her, or he got sent in there for a good reason, and then it, he was still like finding out info that he shouldn't have been finding out, or something. You know? I don't know. Tell I us what you guys think. think. Hello in the comments, people. Please tell us, what do you think is going on with Luke? Do you think he is secretly good or secretly wicked? And what do you think is going to happen there? And how much do you like his hair? Because it's swoopy and, like, 
super swoopy. Nobody's hair is as good as Vincent's. Well, obviously. It's giving me major Jack Allen vibes. And you're like, who's Jack Allen? Only the boy in my elementary school that had the cutest hair in the whole school. That's who. But a, a more appropriate reference might be Sean from Boy Meets World. Uh, Sean from Boy Meets parents, World but, okay. wishes he had Jack Allen's hair. Never, ever even start to doubt the greatness of Sean's hair, Amber. Why I'm going to look through all of my school yearbook photos and see if I can find him. What year was he having this hair, Amber? Uh, math is hard. Like, 96, 97. Ooh, I wonder who inspired his hair, Amber. Probably Sean. Dawson Creek. Sean, ew, ew. All I think of is the crying, but honestly, I just was not into that show at all. Sorry. It's fine. Okay, so I think that we have successfully talked about everything, despite the fact that we got off topic and had a fight about Jack Allen. Anyway, I think that's our show for the night. So, Georgia, tell me. Yes. How can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Georgia Speech. Alrighty, and I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. And then you can also follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Twitter, at Hallmarkies Podcast on Instagram. We are on Facebook. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please click on the subscribe button. Also, push like if you liked it. Thumbs down if you didn't. We love feedback in general. Speaking of feedback, if you want to give us your thoughts or answer any of these questions or have more questions for us, um, send us your feedback to feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com or leave us a voicemail on our phone number, which is area code 801-855-6407. The voicemails are really fun. And then if you don't want to do either of those things, but you have social media, send us a message, hashtag HPN feedback, and we'll gather it all up and talk about it and release it on Friday, and you're going to like it. And normally the deadline's Thursday, but this week it's tomorrow, Wednesday, because I don't know if you know this, but in the United States of America, we have a little holiday called the 4th of July, and we are very excited about it here on the podcast, so... We will not be recording during firework time. So get us your feedback by Wednesday. And I think that's it. But if you want even more Hallmarkies, you can't get rid of it. If you want three hours of shenanigans, feel free to join us as a patron. Go to hallmarkiespodcast.com slash patron. Look at all the options. And if you want to join that Facebook group, it's $5 a month. And super worth it because we're just all sorts of fun. Um, and I think that's everything. Georgia, see you later. Yes. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. For more information about how you can leave your mark on Hallmarkies, visit hallmarkiespodcast.com. Link in the description. <laughs>